0: Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network, your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welsh.
1: I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Joey Pausola.
0: And today, uh, I want to start off by saying Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, the New Year's coming up. Uh, Hope you guys got a bunch of Blues gifts in your stockings and underneath your tree. Hope it was good for everybody. Um, But today on the show, we're going to be recapping the Kings game and previewing the Jets game that I believe is tomorrow night. So (laughs) it should be a fun time. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm rocking. I'm rocking my blue stockings right now. Got some. Got a couple pairs of blue socks in in my, in my various gifts. So I'm 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 in the mood. I'm ready to go.
0: That's, That's beautiful. I, yeah. I actually didn't get a lot of blue stuff this year. Um, <laughs> Which is fine because I ended up with a Albert Poole signed a baseball card in my stocking ooh. and a blue Yeti microphone. Ooh,
2: so ooh, well,
0: got, trying to bring the sound to the people. You yeah, know what you, saying?
2: you, you sound, you sound beautiful. If I, if I may say so myself.
0: Thank you, thank yeah. you. Don't flatter me, Josh.
2: Yeah, I'm not. It's true honesty. I, I noticed the difference right away. I was like, wow, wow, something, something's changed.
0: And I know Joey's going on a flight, aren't you, that big
1: guy? Oh, right. I am going on a flight. I'm going to uh, Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Uh, hopefully I can place my Blue Stanley Cup futures bets whenever I get there. Oh, yeah. And uh, cash shows in sometime in, uh, whenever I wake up in July, probably.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right, so just to recap the Kings game real fast against the Blues. Uh, Blues came out firing, scored all their goals in the first period. Um, it was one of those games that, Especially that first period really looked like one of those games in the playoffs where they, like, hold their opponents to, like, essentially no shots. Not a lot of high-danger situations. Um, they just outplayed them that whole first period. And then you kind of see, like, the rest try and, like, wait out with the penalties. Not that all of them were bad calls, but some of them I don't think it's get called under normal circumstances. But I thought overall, overall they played a good game.
2: Right, you yeah. Can hurt.
0: You could really tell the the talent separation in
1: the two teams, especially early on, like you said. The Blues just came out dominating. They came out swinging. They got the puck deep. They did their work on the four check. And as you could see, we had a lot of goals in that first period.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially what's what's striking to me is even though they only scored all their goals in the first period and if you look, they really only scored all their goals in about a 7-minute span. You can just look at how how kind of scary good this team is where they can take maybe 53 minutes off and then turn it on for 7 minutes and score four goals, you know? It's not that they necessarily played poorly in the rest of the game, but you saw that first period, you're like, "Oh man, they're going to they're going to win 15-nothing." But they got their four goals and then they played their game from there on out. To didn't even give, give the give the Kings a, a sniff of getting back in the game. So it's that's that's championship hockey right there.
0: I feel like those first two goals, like the Brayden Shen one, obviously it's not a pretty goal essentially, but it still goes in and then right. soon thereafter, uh who is it scored next? Jaden? Jaden Schwartz uh, with tip. It. Yeah, two goals that fast, so close next to each other. You could kind of see like the Kings get dejected and guys start like not skating with the same energy as they did when it was zero zero. Right. The rest is history. How about uh,
1: how about Jordan Kyron, that speed of his drawing that penalty? By the way, we're, oh. we're seeing him make more and more of an impact every game. Whether oh, yeah. it's something with his flash of speed drawing a penalty like that right there that leads to a power play goal, or the other night on uh, against Colorado at home where he just dashes down the ice gets that wraparound goal. We're really starting to see him make an impact and he's definitely he's gonna be in the lineup I mean there's there's no sending him down right now <laughs> absolutely
0: get a little little podcast bump there
2: oh yeah I think I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that has a lot to do with confidence I mean you can you can see he's he's playing his game you know he's not he's not trying to do what he thinks the team wants him to do he's, he knows he can bring some unique stuff to the table and his speed and as as the games go on as the shifts go on you see him you know kind of more and more coming to terms with that coming to terms with how special of a player he is and utilizing it and being confident confident in it and he's looking he's looking out there like every once in a while you'll see flashes of of that brilliance and of of the the difference maker he can be so it's it's been exciting to watch and especially now that he's a friend of the podcast we love to see it
0: absolutely and how about and the
1: course, play of how about the play of alex petrangelo before you head on to the next topic here Alex petrangelo, six shots on goal six, six shots on that another two assist night he had the two goal night a couple nights earlier um, man, he he's just doing everything on the ice for this team right now, and he's it's going to show here in, in the summertime when he gets that extension. <laughs> Ooh,
2: yeah, yeah, he's going to um, be a nice Christmas present for him. <laughs> absolutely, I feel like he's always been, especially for for Blues fans he's always been a bit of bit of a bit of a question mark. Um, you know, he's 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 the team captain, but he's always been there's always been that little. Well, can he take that next step? Can he, you know, le- his leadership was brought into question a lot. And then I feel like this year, you know, after that cup win, after he kind of sounds the haters, we're seeing him play his game. You know, he's being that number one solid defenseman. We're not saying, oh, man, look at that big Petrangelo turnover or look at that big, you know, Petrangelo that led to a goal. He's every time he's on the ice, we can rely on him. And then the points are points are coming here and there. You know, he's never been the guy to score at a point per game pace. But I've seen his name in the Norris talks. And luckily, he is getting enough of those points to kind of keep himself up there. Um, But I'm glad he's finally getting the respect he deserves.
1: I was curious to see the uh, the response after the Stanley Cup run of the players such as Petrangelo and such as Perron, that you'll see that weight just get lifted off their shoulders and they just excel to another level. And I think we really seen that with Petrangelo here, uh, along with the future seventy point scorer David Perron. Uh, he, them two guys right there. I mean, they're just they're carrying this team right now, every night in night out, whether it's on the on the stat sheet or or just their play in general. I mean, they're just really they're they're Putting the team on their
0: back, and the Blues are—they're rolling, man. They're rolling. They're, those two guys are a big reason why. Playing above and beyond their expectations for sure. And then we see Vince Dunn um, makes it three nothing a little while later, assisted by uh, De La Rose, who I think um, in his last couple of games has really made some decent strides forward as like. Becoming like a significant player for this team. Not that he wasn't when he first came in, but you could kind of tell like he was trying to figure out like the schematics and how everything fits together. And I think he's really figuring out an understanding of that. And he's not—he's not a flashy guy. He's not Jordan Kyrou. He's not going to make highlight real goals night in and night out. But he does the little things, kind of like a Sunquist player, like good two way, sound defensively. Um, and I think especially across the league where like. Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and all these things are like trying to get clicks and stuff. Guys like that in the league are underappreciated. So, just love to see
1: it. speaking of underappreciated, his penalty killing is off the charts. I I yeah. love watching him on that penalty kill. And I really think that's gonna have a big effect whenever everyone starts to get healthy, whenever he wants to be in the lineup or not. And Bruby's gonna look at that penalty killing
0: because that's a big impact. Exactly. Yeah. You can't have enough guys like that on your roster, especially on those bottom two lines. Yeah,
2: and, and I feel like we saw that last year in the cup run. That the big, a big part of the blues identity is they've got some they've got some drastically different guys, but the way that this team has success is everyone does their job. Everyone plays their role. So like on one hand, you got you got a Jordan Cairo whose whose role is to just be a, a young, quick step. Who the who op- opponents can't catch up with, can't keep up with, and he's literally just out there to showcase his skill and take advantage. Versus guys like De La Rose, who maybe at first was just trying to you know make an impact out there, just like every other player. But then he realized, oh no, I'm on this team to to grind that out, to kill penalties, to win puck battles. And and when he when every player is you know playing into their into their role within the system, we see the team roll. Like right now, where De La Rose isn't isn't necessarily out there trying to you know score flashy goals. He's out there playing defense, you know, breaking up, breaking up passes, killing penalties. And when he does that, along with guys like Sungfist, guys like Barbashev, it it's it's makes the team very difficult to play against.
1: I agree. I, I know we brought up Dayla Rose on that assist, but can we talk about that Vince Dungle for a second? Because Ooh. oh my gosh, that was that was gorgeous from him.
2: Yeah. Effortless. Effortless it seemed.
1: The skating so ability just, was yeah, yeah, smooth skater. His skating yeah. ability was on full full effect right there. I uh, love to see him get involved in the offense.
0: Yeah, I scored, I scored that goal a million times in Chell, and it's it's just as pretty <laughs> seeing it in real life. Um, and then another Chell goal with Brayden Shen a little while later to uh, make it four nothing. It's just a little tic tac toe action. Oh yeah, that was pretty. Um, I, I yeah, believe that's future forty goal scorer.
1: I believe that's future forty goal scorer Braden Shen actually.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's
1: that looks like a.
2: One of those goals where where you're playing someone again, like a shell goal, you're playing someone online, and all of a sudden they accidentally switch onto the defender and skate forward. You know, it's two 0s like that should never happen. It, it looked like you, you saw uh, Shen and Petro break down. You're like, oh boy, like that that's my first thought wasn't even like, oh what a chance. It was oh boy, someone screwed up. But yeah. <laughs> they they in every sense of the word absolutely dunked on the L.A. Kings with that goal. Made it look so easy, almost humiliating in a sense. But I I love to see it. It, it made me smile.
0: I think I don't
2: know So being loud no worries
0: what happened on the last the follow bill? was that just power I, I, I can't think of
1: that's what I, I'm stuck on that one too I can't I'm think of that I'm gonna watch the one. video I'm yeah, the video yeah I'm watching it right now can
0: just
2: clip yeah shot from the point I followed deflected it in good screen out front not much you can do there
1: was that the one where he was like on the on the right hash mark kind of like on the lower circle yep Okay, I remember now. I I can't watch the video, but I remember now. <clears throat> All right. Nothing you could really do on that one.
2: Yeah, exactly. So let's just let's talk about it real quick.
0: That's power play. Power play.
2: Yep.
1: All right. All
0: right, and then to make it four-one, final goal in the period. A uh, little tip in from follow. I think Jordan Bennington was looking for that high stick call, but he wasn't going to get it. Uh, it's a power play goal, and not much you can do there. Yeah, it's a little discussion. Happen. Would have liked to see Jordan Bennington uh, get the shutout, especially for Joey. I know he had a bet on it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I will still take the dub.
2: Yeah, I mean... Not much you can do on that one. It's 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 a perfectly executed goal. It's on the power play. There's 15 bodies out front of Jordan Binnington. The puck come the puck comes flying in, hits a stick, hits me. You know who knows might change direction more than once. You never know with those screens. But IFL gets a great stick on it right out front, gets past Jordan Binnington. Really nothing you can do there. It's it's at that point it's 4-1. It's you know power play goal doesn't really take the wind out of the Blue sails a lot. And you know we they didn't let it get to them at all. They the Kings didn't really grab much more momentum from there on out. It was the Blues' game from the, for the rest of it. Four-one final score we saw. So,
1: what is that? Six wins now? Six wins in a row for the Blues? Six wins in a so. row. Yeah. Well, we're gonna start pushing for that franchise record here soon. A couple weeks coming, maybe.
2: I mean, they're they're on pace to to currently set the franchise record for wins and points in a season. So, it's it's exciting stuff right now. Sec, second in the NHL behind Washington and you know, only trailed by one point by Boston. But you look at the you look at the West right now. They got five points up in the central 10 points up on third place 10 points up on the wild card they're they're sitting pretty it's it's a a nice change from last season where we were you know hanging on by the skin of our teeth for the first few months every day be like well if they you know win these next eight games and the next he loses these you know we don't have to worry about that anymore we are we are top of the west it's a nice feeling
1: it is it's probably the first time in our lifetime we can say that we are clearly without a doubt the best team in the conference. And I oh, don't yeah. even think there's a debate right now. Oh yeah. I mean. Speaking
0: of teams in the conference, uh preview matchup against the Jets coming up Ooh. here. Um, so yeah, Blue sit at the top of the central division right now with fifty four points. The Jets are in third place, but there's a ten point differential between us and them. Um and I I followed them a little bit this year because I have Shifley and Hellebuck on my fantasy team. Right. And so they've been having a good year, especially Hellebuck's been having a fantastic year. But lately, they've like Hellebuck especially has been just not, not doing well. They've been putting up like yeah. – I think there was one game I saw a couple of games ago that was like seven or something. I was like, oh, my God. So they're a good team. Don't underestimate them. But they're struggling right now. So uh, what was it? What was that phrase that armstrong said it's like jam the take the dagger and jam it through their eye
2: exactly yeah jam it through
0: thing. their eye yep. yeah if well, you get got... up if you get up on them fast if you get up two nothing fast or anything like that that's going to take the wind out of their sails and they're not going to come back right so and that's exactly what they need to do right yes.
2: any any team that kind of lives and dies with its goalie that's all you got to do is just get a one goal lead <laughs> and they start to they start to you know they start to stop playing their game a little bit um this- and we got we got two against them, you know. We got we got one Friday, one Sunday. So it, I think that's a huge opportunity if the Blues can take advantage, you know, can kind of continue to assert their dominance over division and conference rivals. We can, you know, we win both these games. All of a sudden, we are clearing away the best team in the, the division. We're you know miles and away ahead of Winnipeg in terms of them catching us. So it would be a huge statement weekend if the Blues can can find success against Winnipeg.
1: They're uh, they're twenty one fourteen and two, but their record doesn't really show their inconsistencies. They just their last five games, for instance, it's a seven three win against Philly, a six three loss against Carolina, a four one loss against Chicago, then a six to nothing beat down against Minnesota, and then they lose they get beat down six two against Montreal. I mean that's that's what Tommy was just saying. I mean they get out to a two nothing start, and I think this team is just dead. They're they're, they're dead in the water. Uh, they're just inconsistent. They rely on Hellebuck too much, and either their offense comes up and scores three plus goals game, or they get they get killed. There's just no in between.
2: Yeah, yeah. When they're on,
0: when they're on, they're on. When they're low, they're abysmal.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at the the last five games for Winnipeg. You know, they've been they've been decent. Like we said, they've been okay. But you look at their stats. Last five games, Patrick Laine, five goals, Neil Pionk six assists. Like those are those are numbers that aren't sustainable so when even when you got that means even when you got your best goal scorer scoring at goal per game and you got a, a middling defenseman putting up you know over an assist per game you're still only uh, you know playing around slightly better than 500 hockey just because Connor Helibuck such an important part of that team and when he kind of regresses back to earth like these past few weeks like we've seen he's no longer playing at that super Vezina level that's winning them games we see that you know there's only so much that ridiculous goal scoring can get them if, if their defense isn't able to withstand the pressure so Absolutely. i think
0: we I think, I think i think the main focal point uh, for our game is going to have to be our bottom two lines and their defensive capability. Because I, I would not be surprised in the slightest to see Craig Burby even start the game. Like, they put out their top line of Shifley and all those guys, and we put out our fourth line to just tell them, like, hey, right off the bat, like, this is our bottom line. We're going to lock you down and, like, sucks to suck. Deal with it. Yeah. We... I think special team
1: I think special is going to be a big impact in this game. Yeah, uh, the Blues play is different. rolling. The Blues power put the Blues power play is rolling at the moment and uh, Winnipeg, uh, I believe Winnipeg's penalty kill is like the bottom five. Yeah, in the league yeah. yeah. Like so seventy-three percent. I'm looking so. at
2: it. I'm looking at it right now. Blues power play is about twenty-four percent, sixth in the NHL. Their penalty kill is about eighty-four percent, fifth in the NHL. Then you look at Winnipeg. They got about a nineteen percent power play, which is eighteenth in the NHL. And then their penalty kill, 73 percent, which is good enough for 29th in the NHL. Which yeah, th- there's a there's a huge difference there, drastic difference. You know, sixth and fifth for Saint Louis. Versus 18th and 29th for Winnipeg, so that that could absolutely be the difference maker. There's there's a weakness there for Winnipeg, and you know for something we're not used to saying a, a strength for St. Louis.
1: And I think Mark Savard has a lot to do with that. Uh, brought in in the off season as the kind of the quote unquote power play coach to run it. Um, it's looking good so far. I mean, we've been seeing all all sorts of good goals, tic tac toes, tips, whatever you want to call them. We've seen them. I yeah. mean, he's drawn them up. The boys are producing, and I think we're going to see at least one to two power play goals again come uh, December twenty seventh yeah. against the Winnipeg Jets.
2: I think um, coming into the season, a lot of the big big question marks for the Blues were okay. Yeah, we won the cup. You know, things were amazing. It it went it, beyond our wildest dreams but there's no hiding the fact that we've got a goaltender who's only played so many games in NHL. Is he going to regress? And that power play, you know, can't have, can't continue to have success with a power play like that. We, we got lucky when we did, but you know, and the worry, that was the is Bennington and the power play. Those are the, and have we heard anything? I have not heard a single thing about either of the two negatively since the season's been going on. Jordan bennington has been playing at an elite, 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 you know, level. He's, just didn't didn't drop back at all from from his performance and like you said the the power play it's not only has it been fine it's been it's been an asset it's been a strength for the Blues and you know, you look at, well, we got those two things figured out, and then you look at our place in the standings, it's, we are we are no longer the, the well, yeah, we're, we're, we're a threat in the West, but we got to take that next step. You know, we took it in the playoffs, and now we finally seen that regular season performance looking like one of those elite, elite teams in the league, far and away above the rest of the teams in the conference, not battling within single A few points For for first or second of the division Nope Clearing away First place It's a good feeling
0: If you guys had to pick One player from the Blues roster Your player to click Or player to Player to be locked on For the Jets game Who would you pick And why Ooh
2: Ooh. That's a good question
0: I'll take Ryan O'Reilly Because I think Mark Shifley's Two-way game Is going to motivate Ryan O'Reilly To not only lock him down But bring his two-way game To another level And I think he's finally gonna Throw the monkey off his back And score
2: yeah, um I'm trying to think back to that to that the that playoff series. Who was Uh,
1: Jaden Schwartz was the guy in that Playoff series Jaden Schwartz almost single Handedly won that for us
2: I I could so I'm, I'm gonna I Could definitely see him sort of You know not not saying he hasn't been good this Year but we could definitely agree that he Had a certain magic in the playoffs that we haven't Really seen from anyone On this team ever much less this Season it's it was it was truly special to Watch so if there's any if there's any Any opportunity for him to refine That you know to find that magic once Again it would be against the team that he scored, you know, I forget. It was ridiculous. He was seeming to score two goals a game for a while there. So it would be fun. Yeah, the a Hatcher too. Yeah yeah, it would be fun to, it would be fun to see him kind of catch that lightning in a bottle again and ride it for the rest of the season. Not that he's been, you know, not that we need him to, which is nice that he's been fine, but if he's able to reach that next level, you know, why not have it be against the team that he did it so clearly against in the playoffs?
0: Yeah. I mean, you always get that extra boost of confidence when you've, when you play against a team that you've done something like that before. So I could see that for sure.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of confidence, I think I'm going to roll with the hot hand right here. I think we've seen him getting better and better each shift, each game Lately. i'm going to go with jordan kyrie let's let's see <laughs> jordan kyrie just keep going keep improving uh, I really think if he keeps up his play at this point, he's gonna he's gonna start to break through here soon. Get a couple get a couple goals here and there. I think I think we're really gonna see him exploit that speed against that Winnipeg defense.
0: Turn all those defenders into bots. Absolutely.
2: Yes. So we like to yeah yeah. Um, he's one of those guys <clears throat> where, especially since it's early on in his career, um, opposing teams don't really know what to expect from him. And when you when you kind of take a moment to pause and say okay what's this guy gonna do you can't really do that against Kairo because you take that that moment you blink you you think for a second and he turns on those jets and no matter what you do you're like oh he's fast well you're not fast enough to catch him and at that by that by the time you realize that it's already too late like we saw in the Colorado game with Nikita Zadorov, who maybe by the time that Jordan Cairo went from center ice to around the net and scored the goal Nikita Zadorov maybe moved a couple inches because he spent the whole time watching Jordan Cairo and his speed it's it's one of those things where you you don't really realize how nice it is to have on your team until you do just a guy that can just break opposing defenses with his pure speed and there's nothing any other the team other team can do about it it's it's been fun it's 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 exciting
0: it is i was i think i was telling uh one of my family members at christmas like normally when you watch hockey and the guy gets in space like in front of that blue line in the offensive zone that's when you get excited And he's got that wide open space and he finally gets the puck you're like oh like Something's gonna happen here. Like, I get excited whenever Jordan Kyros in the neutral zone because you can just watch him build that speed all the way up, and then it's just afterburners, dust. Thanks for coming. See you later. Game over. And right. it's just, I, I, don't, I can't remember. It's like guys like Connor McDavid are like that too. Not saying he's the same level, but like guys with that, that kind of speed. It's, it's interesting to see like. Feel that excitement when they're in the neutral zone. It's like technically he's not even going to score an opportunity yet, but you can just feel it coming.
1: Right, right.
2: He can create something out of nothing.
1: And this Winnipeg defense is – they're stuck in the mud. These guys yeah. are – these are not your burn, burning speed first pass defensemen out of the zone. They're These guys are some stay-at-home defensemen besides like a Josh Morrissey. But uh, they're th- some. They got some vets on that on that blue line. Lucas Spiza, uh, Tanner Pullman. He's getting exposed. He's just plug and play. I mean, that's that's the motto of the Jets defensemen right now is just plug and play because they have no set six like the Blues do right now.
0: Yeah. They've had a lot of injuries this year too. I mean, they're missing Dustin Bufflin, who's I mean, year in and year out, he's been one of the best defenders in the league, and now he doesn't even know if he wants to play anymore. So that's problematic and.
2: Not even—I mean, I would go beyond best defenders in the league. I'd say he's one of those guys that are like, he's out on the ice, and you just know—you got to know where he is at all times. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, you know, the best defender in the league in a way that, honestly— can scare the Demands crap. your attention, can, right? Can yeah. scare the crap out of you, you know. If you're a guy like Jordan Cairo and you're no longer thinking I can skate through anyone, you're like, okay, I need to know where Dustin Bufflin is because if I if I have my head down against the wrong guy, I I can I'll be hurting, you know. He's, yeah, that's he, the, oh
0: he, my god. Even, them colliding at full speed would be such like a right, car crap. right?
2: Right. Even if he's even if he's having an off game, even if Dustin Bufflin is playing like absolute crap for for 59 minutes, even if it's in the final minute and he's out on the ice, you have to be like. Oh God, Dustin Bufflin's out in the ice. What am I gonna do? And you know, it's just—it's even the the just the the name factor alone is enough to his presence is enough to make teams kind of sit back a little bit and reconsider their game plan. So the 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 Jets not having him is just a, a you know. Uh, represents the whole of their defense being a mess you know and having no identity sort of plug and play like joey said they're putting anyone they can get out there and just saying please play defense to the best of your ability you know not really following a game plan so blues can exploit that for sure
1: now, the one, uh, the one bright spot on that Jets blue line is uh, Neil Pionk. He came over in the New York Rangers trade for Jacob Trubin offseason. He's a 24-year-old right-handed defenseman. He's got three goals, 19 assists, 22 points on the year so far. That is one guy that does look good on that Jets blue line other than him and Morrissey. Those are the kind of two guys you got to watch out for. But definitely watch out for Neil Pionk and uh, Josh Morrissey on that Jets blue line. Other than that, I think the Blues can dominate this game. Two-game stretch, obviously, if it's uh, back-to-back almost. I think it's the two games in three days, right? Yeah, we got one like
2: Friday night and then Sunday afternoon. So it'll be a quick turnaround for St. Louis. Bit of a a quick home-and-home, but it'll be fun.
0: All right, guys, this has been the Locked on Blues podcast, part of the Locked on Live Network and your number one source for daily Blues content. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night. Blues take on the Winnipeg Jets in a Central Division matchup at 7 o'clock. As far as our podcast goes, our next episode, we will be doing our mailbag. I know we pushed it off a little bit. Uh, Christmas, what are you going to do? So make sure you guys keep putting those questions in and tune in. Maybe you'll see yours on the show. Thanks for listening. Peace.
2: Let's go, Blues. All right. Good work, boys.